Hello and welcome to the Unstoppable Woman podcast, where I reveal the power of your heart to create leadership impact and cultivate confidence for the life you want. I'm your host, Glyn Bailey, and as a corporate finance leader, executive coach, entrepreneur, and author, I know all too well the challenges that prevent female leaders from claiming their seat at the table. In this podcast, I talk all things to do with self-leadership, sharing stories, insights, and guidance on how to ultimately get out of your own way to live a life in alignment with who you are. When you begin to see the impact that you can have, no matter where you are starting on your journey, life becomes one huge adventure. I'm so excited that you are sharing your journey to Unstoppable with me. So let's dive right in. Welcome to the last episode for 2020. What a year we've had. And I thought I'd really take the time in this episode to share with you the journey of 2020 and how it unfolded for me, with the hope that it gives you some opportunity to reflect on your year and to really get clear on the lessons that I got from this year and to identify the person that I'll be taking forward into 2021 with all of the the knowledge, insight and wisdom I've gained from 2020. So if I start off with how this year began, I started the year in heartbreak after a relationship I really cared about ended. And to be completely frank with you, it sucked. I really, really hoped that this relationship would be the relationship that would stand the test of time. I thought I'd met my person the person that I adored, completely fancied the pants off, really enjoyed his company, really valued everything he bought in terms of who he was, how he showed up for himself, for others, for his family. And I thought I'd met my person. So when that didn't continue, I was absolutely devastated. I found myself really questioning again, who was I being? How did I want to show up for myself in that heartbreak? And what were the lessons that I wanted to take forward into 2020? And what I found was the opportunity for my heartbreak to be leveraged. And I completed the manuscript for my first book, Healing After Heartbreak, which I created a 50-day journey to take you from your heartbreak to your heart song. Now, to give context, this book wasn't just created this January after that heartbreak. It was something that I had written last year in 2019. I'd actually finished it in November but during that time I was already in this relationship so I was writing this book from the basis of my previous heartbreaks, the lessons that I'd learned, the journey that I'd been on and I wanted a way that I could be able to give back to others that were experiencing heartbreak because if you've been through it like I've been through it you'll know it's so painful, it absolutely sucks and sometimes it feels like the world will never be sunny or right again and I wanted to create a space where you could see possibility in being happy again, being able to smile again and being able to see blue skies. And what was interesting, even though I finished the book in November last year, January when I was in my heartbreak again, I found myself wanting to revisit the book to say, okay, does this actually now serve what I need it to serve now that I'm in heartbreak? And it was the best gift that I got given because that book 
in heartbreak one really helped me to see how powerful those words were how powerful the journey that I'd been on previously was to rehabilitate myself after this heartbreak secondly it allowed the heartbreak that I was in allowed me to really refine my message really refine what I needed because being in that moment I could really feel the feelings that I had felt in previous heartbreaks but be living them in a way that was determined to move through them and out of them. So what turned out to be an incredible low to the start of the year enabled me to channel that low into something really positive and creating my Healing After Heartbreak book which I published earlier this year to help people through that same journey. And what I love about that now is one, not only has my heartbreak served a purpose to help heal me through documenting the steps, the the activities, the healing exercises that have supported me on my journey, but also it's a gift that I'm now able to share with others. So 2020, wow, you've been challenging, but that for sure has been one of my big highlights. The other low that I would talk about is, as with many small businesses that have spurred this year thanks to COVID, my business was not immune from that. If anything, uh, whilst tourism, cafes, restaurants, etc. were all impacted so heavily, the personal development space, personal growth has equally been impacted. When people are in survival, the last thing they want to be thinking about is spending money on personal growth and development. And so I found myself as income, as businesses needed to protect cash flow, my income halted for four full months of this year. Having always had a secure career in finance, having spent 17 years with never being out of work, never being made redundant, never not having an income, having to step into the space of uncertainty, having to really trust that even though this was going to be a very challenging year, that it would be worth hanging in to stay focused on the future that I wanted to create was a huge, huge, huge test of my own inner faith and my inner connection to the opportunity that I wanted to create for my future rather than the fear regressing me into living a past life that felt secure and more certain, but perhaps wasn't in as much alignment with who I am today. To add to the income woes, I had a part-time flatmate who worked in Sydney but lived in Melbourne and thanks to COVID he was no longer able to come to Sydney for work having been in lockdown so I lost rental income for my flatmate too and after six months and having so much time for him to work at home he's no longer able to to come back to Sydney because he's found a new way of working that works for him, which is great, but also has helped reinforce that actually this year, when it could be a year that the fear, the angst, all of the overwhelm kicks in, actually it's helped me see that the practices that I've put in place to manage my own resilience, my own resolve, have been incredibly powerful. I know there was plenty of moments over the course of this year that I spent a lot of time in my apartment by myself with my little puppy Noah pondering the words pivot and how round and round in my head wondering how I was going to revive the business that I needed to continue to to give my heart and my soul to but also how I was going to maintain my own emotional and mental well-being during that journey 
not having my family in close close proximity because they live in England, knowing that I wouldn't get to see them as they live the other side of the world, and how I was going to navigate the fear that was associated with business, income, survival, family, COVID, all of the things. And I certainly know I had many moments of what the F and questioning my ability to keep the faith. But as all of us will know, our true strength and resilience and resolve is only ever tested in difficult times. It's so easy to say we know how to be well and healthy when times are good. It's so easy when we've got an abundance of friends, when we've got our relationships, when we've got our family close by to say we're all good because we have that. And this year has been my way of really being able to measure how well my my practices for self-care, for personal growth have really come in to support myself. I got my puppy, as I mentioned, Noah. He was for sure the biggest highlight of my year. He's definitely the tonic to my glim. And he has helped me remain present to what really matters, which is love and connection and the opportunity to stay in the present moment and really be clear in this moment who I am and what I'm being and really observe my feelings so I've got a better way of navigating myself going forward. And it was in doing so, staying present to the present moment, staying present to the reality that I was in, but also keeping my eye on the future that I wanted to create rather than to lose myself in this current reality that enabled me to actually get my head down and focus my efforts on writing my second book, Unstoppable Woman. And it allowed me to draw on all the resources I had within me to stay focused on the future I wanted to create and not really emphasise the reality that I was experiencing in that moment. And it did, it challenged me so heavily to write a book that really forced me to revisit the challenging times that I'd experienced in the years prior, from heartbreak to mental illness to having a fear around my future, and then write about writing about it in a year that was perhaps more challenging, more demanding than anything I'd ever experienced before. But it showed me how much my strength had really found a place within my way of being, and really showed me how when we lean into what are disciplined practices to show up for ourselves every single day that the impact of the consistency does compound and that my ability to do it, not only just write one book but write two books this year came from that strength that I'd been nurturing and developing over the last four five maybe even as much as six years more consciously and even though my income was decimated for much of this year I still chose to invest in publishing both of those books and the reason I did that is to allow myself to speak my message around trust. I'm a big believer in trusting the universe, trusting in myself, the the people around me, those that care about me, my family and having my faith to be able to move forward and therefore I thought well if I was living in a place of fear, if I was living in a place of worrying about where would my income come from? How would I revive the business in this time when people aren't considering personal development or growth or executive coaching in, in that sense? What what could I do? 
And it allowed me to really test to say, okay, if you invest in making a difference to others in a meaningful way and allowing yourself to share your message from your heart, from a place of truth, from a place of raw vulnerability, then trust that the future that you want is still on its way to you. And it might look very different to how you envisaged this year to look, but just keep trusting and keep moving forward. And so that's what I did. I invested, I published, I've shared my books. And when I received my first heartfelt testimonial, I just knew I'd made a difference and it confirmed that it was all worth it. I had a beautiful coaching client that had worked with me this year through a very challenging circumstance in her own corporate career, through navigating her own narrative around what she felt she should do versus what she actually wanted to do from her heart and having the guts to be able to make decisions that moved her out of her current environment into something new and to take a risk and back herself at a time of COVID just for me highlighted how much that the words that I speak and what I share actually when it is absorbed and resonates with people can make a significant difference And being able to see that not only in my own journey, but then someone else's journey too, has really reinforced that the work that we all do does matter. But we have to remember that it takes courage, guts to show up for ourselves. And in doing so, we allow ourselves to show up for others. There's so much more that I could talk about that I've done this year, whether it be launching this podcast the developing an eight-week leaders program and taking a a beta group of leaders through that to test the program, whether that was holding space for other women through one-to-one conversations or group coaching sessions that I donated my time for 14, maybe even more weeks to support female leaders that needed to have a space to share whilst they navigated to adjusting to COVID life and talking about how they could support themselves and their teams and working with leaders to hold space at a time when I knew most of the people that I were working with, I was working with, were in secure corporate roles. And my position as a small business owner was rather different. But it showed me in that moment that it didn't matter about what my position was relative to, to theirs from a financial perspective. What mattered was my own discipline and well-being and emotional resilience that could support not only them but myself through this period of time and that I have to say is one of the most proudest moments for me this year too to really recognize how that has transpired. So what did I learn about myself this year? Here are the five things that I feel have been my biggest lessons is that my resilience is rock solid. I definitely have been practicing what I preach and I embody my work as a way of life. I know we all have challenges that we have to face and we do get to choose how we respond to them. What I didn't mention at the beginning was last year I had been on antidepressants for four and a half months at the end of last year. I won't go into that uh, in this episode because I share more about that in my, my book but I did come off them in January and I haven't taken them since. And even though this has been a year where our mental health has been challenged significantly, I know my own health has strengthened thanks thanks to all the practices I've been applying to keep myself well. What I also learned was that self-compassion goes a long way. 
I know I couldn't have delivered what I did this year without having a deep level of love for myself. Publishing books, doing podcasts and holding space for female leaders where ultimately you share vulnerably isn't easy but I know it was only possible because I consistently stepped into owning the truth of who I am, all of me and not fearing any judgement. What I also learnt is that I am better at mastering my mind than I have ever been. It's a discipline that I have developed with daily practice and I know I'm reaping the benefits as a result of investing in myself and I've done so much work on myself over the last six years or more and this year has been all of that work has come to the fore where it's really been the year to test whether the work I'd put in place to strengthen my mind could really continue to support me to raise my impact levels and help others master their minds too. What I also learn about myself is that I work really hard and that I need to have more fun in my life. I know I really noticed this at the end of 2019 also and I've definitely got better at having more play in my life but there is definitely room for more and it's something that I hope to improve on and I plan for 2021 to be a year for more play, more laughter and hopefully more travel adventure providing Covid allows for that to be possible. And then finally, I learned that it's time for me to have rest and gratitude. We've all had such a big year and it's time to recharge our batteries. As we know, there's always work to be done. And whilst so many people have lost loved ones, lost dreams and have had, have had hopes shattered, I've learned this year more than any before that it's important to keep taking time to take stock of what's important in life and to have gratitude. Everything that I have, And I really do give thanks for everything that I have received this year. All of the challenges that have reinforced that the work that I have done on myself has really been reinforced and embedded. And also give thanks for all of the highs that I've experienced as a result of all of those challenges. And what I want to leave you with as a final thought Whilst I feel like I've rambled on a bit this episode, but I hope hope you'll forgive me and I hope you'll recognise that as I sit and record this on the 30th of December, it's it's been quite the year. But the final thought I want to leave you is to ask you to really consider who were you at the beginning of this year and who are you taking forward into 2021? I was someone who had heartbreak start of my year. I was someone who felt fear about my future being single and still not having the family that I crave. But I end the year feeling whole and complete in myself, knowing that I have showed up as the best version of myself this year and the person that I take forward into 2021 is an unstoppable woman, is a woman that despite all of her challenges will continue to show up with resilience, resolve to make an impact and make a difference and do the work that matters. So as you leave 2020 behind, don't leave the lessons behind. Take them with you. Take them with you to understand who you've become. Take them with you to understand who you want to be. And take them with you to allow you to be the very best version of you into 2021. Thank you so much for supporting my journey this year. Thank you for 
lending me your ears and having the opportunity to to share my words however mumbled and jumbled they've been thank you very much and i look forward to sharing more with you in 2021 wishing you the happiest and most memorable of new years not because it's anything like we've experienced before but because it's one where you've chosen to reflect and get to know who you are so you never forget the impact that you can have Thank you so very much for listening. Have a good one. Thanks so much for listening to the Unstoppable Woman podcast. The path to the future you want leads from your heart. If you got value from this podcast, please leave a review and share it with another woman who you know would benefit from it too. We need more women claiming their seats at the table. Until next time, live your truth and be your